Hallelujah. Tonight, I'm going to try to teach and get you deeper into the subject we are looking at. Amen. I want you to really open your heart. You see, it's different listening to the word and it's different applying the word. And this message is going to change. Today, I was talking to somebody called me, we're talking, and he said, Pastor, I have everything a man would wish for. I have everything any man would wish for, but I'm not happy. Immediately, the Holy Ghost told me, tell him that there are deep-seated offenses that he has not forgiven. And he said, Pastor, it's true. I'm still yet to overcome the, the treatment my, family, my mother's family melted to her before she died. And I said, that is the problem. The thing has become a root of bitterness and is affecting your joy. I pray that after this series, your life will be liberated forever. I said your life will be liberated forever. Lift up your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus. Say in the name of Jesus. Oh God, after tonight, help me, help me to come out of the spirit of offense. In Jesus' name, amen. Tonight, I deal with the danger of offenses. The danger of offenses. How many of you think that offenses have dangers? Yeah, it has great dangers. Great dangers. Great. Great dangers. Great dangers. Romans chapter 10. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 11. Sorry. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 18. Let's do the 18 first. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 18. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 18. He that hideth hatred with lying lips and he that uttereth slander is a fool. <laughs> Give me the NIV version for this. He who conceals hatred has lying lips. Hello? Anyone that conceals hatred has is a liar. So, if you walk in hatred, you are going to grow to become a liar. You have lying lips. And nobody can trust you or relate with you. Let me just continue the reading. And whoever spreads slander is a fool. Hey. Ask somebody, are you a fool? Ask the person, are you a fool? <laughs> Let's read it together. One, two, go. Oh, louder, louder, louder. So the Bible has definition for who a fool is. And one of the definitions for a fool is the one who spreads slander. Give me another version. Sound man, you are hurting me. The one who conceals hatred has lying lips, and whoever utters slander is a fool. Give me another version. 
He who hides hatred is of lying lips. And he who utters slander is a self-confident fool. <laughs> oh my God. It will be wonderful here. You must not allow offenses to take charge of your life. Else you will become something that you didn't plan to become. You either become a liar or the Bible said that you become a fool. So many people are in church and they are full of hatred. Full of hatred. Full of hatred. Hatred. And gradually you will graduate to become a liar or a fool. I'm coming tonight. I'm going to show you certain deep things in the scriptures. And I pray that from tonight, you will not become an offended person again. In the name of Jesus. Offense will paralyze your faith. Please, are these monitors on? Offense will paralyze your faith. So, offense is like something that can cripple your faith. And if your faith is crippled, that is why the Bible says you are confident fool. Anytime you get offended with someone, it affects your chemistry. And as long as you stay in offense, your chemistry will affect your destiny. Because every chemistry chemical reaction will produce a product. And one of the products by which offense will make you is that it will make you to become a liar. Because when you are offended and you are narrating a story or you are talking about the offender, you add lies to it. You will add things that must not be. You will distort the story. Offense opens the door for the devil to attack your life. Offense is a door by which the devil comes through to a man. When you are offended, you become a playground for the devil. You give the devil an accommodation in your destiny. Simple. Just, just take it like that. Offense is the rent you give to the devil in your life. He doesn't pay anything. You just gave him a room for free in your life. And that is, that is, that is very injurious to your life. Show me a man who, has, who is offended and I'll show you a man who is going nowhere. Because your glory will be dimmed. Your, your energy, energy, I'll show you. Your energy will be sapped. So the Bible says you are a confident fool. Wow. May the Lord deliver us from offense. I said may the Lord deliver us from offense. Jesus mentioned offense. You see, I told you on Sunday, was it Sunday? That anytime you are reading the Bible and you come to the point where Jesus began to talk about issues, you must pay particular attention to them. And Jesus 
mention offense as one of the things that can hinder our faith in prayer. Offense. This subject I'm treating the whole of the month. If somebody will receive it, your spiritual life, your destiny, everything about you will begin to change. Because offense is a hidden enemy. In the, it's a hidden enemy. Mark chapter 11 verse, 20, verse 12 to 25. Mark chapter 11 verse 12 to 25. And on the morrow when they were come from Bethany, he was hungry. Move on. Just keep moving on till I start emphasizing on one. And seeing a fig tree afar off having leaves, he came if happily he might find anything thereon. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for the time of figs was not yet. And Jesus answered and said unto it, No man eat fruit of these hereafter forever. And his disciples heard it. And they came to Jerusalem, and Jesus went into the temple and began to cast out them that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold doves and would not offer that any man should carry any vessel through the vessel through the temple and he taught saying unto is it not written my house shall be called of all nations the house of prayer but ye have turned it into a den of thieves and the scribes and chief priests heard it and sought how they might destroy him. For they feared him because all the people was astonished at his doctrine. And when evening was come, evening had come, he went out of the city. And in the morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the root. So the fig tree the Lord Jesus spoke against it died. That's the meaning. Watch it. Move on. So, and Peter calling to remembrance, saith unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou cursed is withered away. Move on. And Jesus answering, saith unto them, have faith in God. Now, what, what are we seeing right now? The process has come to the topic of what? To the topic of what? Hey, you don't study your Bible. It has come to the topic of faith. It started from fig tree and got to a point and said, have faith in God. Now he said, for verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass he shall have whatsoever he saith move on therefore I say unto you what things soever ye desire when ye pray believe that ye receive them and ye shall have them 25. And when ye stand praying. So, 
You cannot disconnect faith from prayer and you cannot disconnect prayer from belief. And now this is the main thing that will cause your faith to work and that will cause your prayer to be answered. So you see the process. We cast the fig tree. The fig tree died. He said, now have faith in God. He started talking about prayer and he started talking about belief. Whatever you ask God, believe that you receive it. And now it, he came to this subject. And this is where he wants to come to. And he started from the victory. So he said, and when ye stand praying, forgive. <laughs> Someone say forgive. Say forgive. Say forgive. He said, when you start praying, forgive. If we, ye ought, if ye have ought against any, that your father also which is in heaven may forgive your trespasses. Move on. 26. But if ye do not forgive, neither will your father which is in heaven forgive your trespasses. Can you say a big amen? Can you say a, a, a big amen? Forgive when you have something against your neighbor. Else your prayers will not be answered. That is one of the dangers of offense. Offense will shut down your prayer life. Because you will pray and pray and pray and pray and receive no results. If you can pray very well, but you cannot forgive very well, our prayers will not be answered. May the Lord help us. I said, may the Lord help us. I said, may the Lord help us. Anytime you send a request to heaven, before your request will be processed, they will do a background check of your heart. Has he forgiven his brother his sin? Has he forgiven his brother his sin? The question I'm asking you is, why are you praying so long and yet not forgiving your neighbor? What answer do you expect from God? What is God going to... God will not deal with a man who has something against his brother. God will not. And that to me, for praying all this while, if that is the only thing holding your answer, then you have a problem. You need to forgive. It's a danger. And you see, people leave Christianity when their prayers are not being answered. They just walk away because, I mean, it is very frustrating to pray and pray and pray and not receive answers from God. And this is one of the reasons why God, it is not that we are not praying hard enough. It's not that we are not consistent in prayer. Our prayer is not being processed because we are holding something against our neighbor. Anytime the enemy wants to attack you, do you know who he sends first? Offense. Offense will go ahead before a demonic attack. So watch it. Anytime you realize that people are offending you anyhow. I mean, the, when offense is coming too much on you, be alert. The devil has a plan. He wants to prepare you. If he doesn't prepare you and he attacks, he will fail. So he will send the attack 
the offense, prepare you, make you susceptible, make you vulnerable, then he can attack you. Watch that thing called offense. Tell somebody, watch that thing called offense. It's very dangerous to play with offense. You know, sometimes there are two types of people who are offended. Should I show you? The first group are really people who have been offended. And the second group are people who believe that they have been offended. A lot of time, people who say they have been offended, when you listen to their story, you will end up saying, ah, this one, there is no offense. Has it happened to you before? Has somebody narrated his story? Oh, this, this, this. At the end of the day, in your mind, you are asking yourself, so what, what is the offense in this? You don't get it. And most of the times, that is what is happening in the church. Many people think that they are offended. Meanwhile, there is no offense in whatever happened. We are going to look at two personalities in the scriptures at this stage of the message. John the Baptist and Elijah. Say John the Baptist and Elijah. Say John the Baptist and Elijah. Now, John the Baptist became a victim to the power or danger of offense. John the Baptist. Almighty John the Baptist. When I was studying the Bible this dawn and I, I, I began to see into it, I was like, wow! Offense knows no anointing. Offense knows no anointed man. Whoever you are, you can get offended. Whoever you are, offense can attack you. How can John the Baptist become offended? Think about it. The forerunner of the Messiah got offended. I will show you the consequence. You see, during the days of John the Baptist, it happened that he was arrested and put in prison. When Jesus was going around performing miracles and he was hearing the news that the man you introduced to us, the man you said, oh, this is the lamp of God that takes away this, he's performed, come and see, his ministry, he's raising the dead, opening eyes, shaking the city, turning the whole place on fire. And John was in prison. Was it fair? No, be honest. Was it fair? Oh, we are too spiritual. Was it fair? No. It will cause, you will be offended. Let me give you an example. You raise up somebody and the person becomes a big man and one day you needed a favor. You know the person can do it. And the person pretended as if he has not seen your need. But you know that the person has seen that you need something. Would you get offended? Ah! Jesus with all the power. I mean, he could stand anywhere and say, let the prison gate where John the Baptist is, let it open. If he doesn't need to command, you just have to just sneeze. Hey, see it open. 
And John was there, and his disciples kept bringing him information. Hey, Jesus is raising the dead. Jesus is causing the crippled to walk. Jesus is causing the blind to see. Jesus is calling the dumb to talk. Jesus got the deaf to hear. Ah! Doesn't he know I'm in prison? John the Baptist got offended. Offense can come, and offense will come. Every day. Every day. Offense, there are potential things that can cause offense. Even the way the usher will usher you to the church crowd, you can be offended. And when I was coming, when the other one was coming, the way she was smiling, when it got to my turn, the just you can get offended. Even as Pastor is preaching, he may say something that you feel like it is you. Ah, the thing that you told pastor, I don't know the preaching. Then you're offended. Even when you took the taxi and you were coming, the Uber driver, when you were in a hurry, then you are slowed down. You'll be offended. So offense will come back. I, I, I will show you that there are different levels of offense. And the ones that hurt are the offenses that come from people you love. <laughs> when your enemy offends you, it's not painful. <laughs> you can easily revenge and retaliate. But when a loved one hurts you, your hands are tied. What am I supposed to do? Hey. My brother, my, 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 my brother, hey. so what do I do? If I kill him, I have a funeral. <laughs> if I retaliate and something happens to him, the bill will share and pay. So John the Baptist was offended. I introduce you to the ministry. Jesus, I told the whole Israel. Now it is not about me. It is, this is the man. You are working miracles. I'm in prison. Being humiliated. You don't care. I'm coming. He got angry. Offended. And sent a messenger. Go and ask that man, that man that is working. Go and ask him whether he is the Messiah that we are waiting for or another one will come. You go and ask him and come. Is that not insultive and a sarcastic and, and an offensive statement to Jesus? Talk to me. Yeah. Like, I mean, if, let's say you are some bully agent and you fought ah, for the current government to come. And they gave you promises. <laughs> After this, then you are, and you are not seeing anything. Then you send somebody to Jubilee House. Go and ask that man whether he's truly the president of the country. That is what John the Baptist did to Jesus. Go and ask him whether he is the savior the Bible is talking about. Meanwhile, John the Baptist, you were the same person that stood before all Israel and pointed to Jesus that this 
this, this, this is the lamp of God that takes away the sins of the world. Offense, eh? Offense will cause you to undo all that you have done. Offense. Offense. Can cause you to undo all that you have done. Offense. Offense can cause you to destroy many things. When Cain was going to kill Abel, he had forgotten that Abel was his only brother. Offense. Offense will make you blind and make you do evil and make you do foolish things and make you do unwise things and make you be be very callous. When Absalom was going, was planning an offense, then Absalom to a murderer, he was planning to kill Ammon and he killed him. He forgot that his father's blood was in the blood of Ammon. Offense. Offense doesn't know anointing. John the Baptist, even Herod was afraid of him. And yet, offense handled him. Don't think you are above offense. No man is above the power and the dangers of offense. If he makes himself vulnerable, offense will destroy you. Offense. When you become offended, your enemy can easily manipulate you. The Libyans, up to today, they've regretted killing Muammar Gaddafi. They were offended with his leadership. They were not patient for his son to be raised diplomatically and take over reign in a diplomatic way. Therefore, the enemy manipulated them and used them to destroy the very thing that was becoming a... And now, when you take a picture of Libya, and the picture when Gaddafi was around, they are two different things. They are now coming to start all over. Why? They are now portraying the son of Gaddafi, Sayyaf Gaddafi, as a presidential candidate for elections. Offense. Offense will make you revengeful. Offense will make you impatient. And at the end of the day, you will spoil the very thing that you have built. Be careful of offense. Is are you here or you've gone home? John chapter 1 verse 29. John chapter 1 verse 29. The next day, John said, John said Jesus coming. I'm showing you where he told them. He saw him coming and said, Behold, the Lamb of God will take it away the sin of the world. John 1, 29. John, who was speaking? John the Baptist. And the same one, send them, go and ask him. Hey! Even when it got to a point, he said, he, he must increase for me to decrease. Now you are sending them, go and ask him offense. Offense will make you dishonor men that you must honor. Offense. Offense will let you forget who you are talking to. John the Baptist.
forgot. I have occasions where I have to sit with people who are offended and they should, and they forget that they are sitting before a pastor or their pastor or an anointed man and they'll be talking. Offense. Your heart is boiling. Offense. When you finish and you go there, you're like, I was talking to a man of God. Offense. Aaron and Miriam provoke God. They were offended with the leadership of Moses. Are you, are you, are you the only person God speaks to? Are you the only person I know? And God, God, God dealt with them. Offense. The place is quiet, pal. It's good. You are, you are doing calculation in your head. Even, you see, what surprises me, go to John chapter 3, verse 25 to 31. What surprises me that John even said that Jesus was above all. Hmm. Even before he went to the prison, he was telling them, he said, Look, then, then arose a, a, a question between some of John's disciples and the Jews about purifying. Move on. And they came unto John and said unto him, Rabbi, he that was with thee beyond Jordan. Referring to who? Referring to who? Jesus. To whom thou bearest witness. Behold, the same baptized and all men come to him. Jesus' ministry began to blossom. <laughs> all the men, they stopped going to John them because John, that shows you the impact that John the Baptist ministry had on Jesus' ministry. Let's continue. And John answered and said, a man can receive nothing except it be given him from above, from heaven. Move on. Ye yourselves bear me witness that I said, I am not the Christ, but that I am sent before him. So that question that John sent that messenger to go and ask Jesus, that are you the Messiah? So didn't he know from this? The other verse. Please, are you here? That means from here, we know that John the Baptist was aware that Jesus is the Christ. That Jesus is the Messiah. That Jesus is the Savior. But offense. Move on. He that has the bride is the bridegroom. But the friend of the bridegroom which standeth and heareth him rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. This my joy then move on. He must increase but I must. These are, not, these are the words of John the Baptist about Jesus before he went to prison. Look at the last verse, 31. He that cometh from above is above all. So, John, you've told people that Jesus was above all. How do you, how do you send somebody to go and ask him that are you the Messiah? The spirit of offense. Tell somebody, don't be offended. Shake somebody, tell that person, don't be offended. And watch the spirit of offense. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. 
made John the Baptist to forget all that he has said about Jesus. Number one, he said, this is the lamp of God that takes away the sins of the world. Number two, he said, I am not the Christ. I have just come to prepare the way for the Christ. Number three, he said, he must increase that I must decrease. Number four, he said, he that is above all. He that is from above is above all. Number five, he said, a man can, 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 can receive nothing except it be given to him from heaven. So he, was, he had recognized the authenticity of the man. But when offense came in, have you seen two very good friends who have become enemies because of offense? Have you seen some before? Yes. And you see that, is that Eben? Is that Nana? Ah, but these two were very, very nice. And now this one is calling this one a demon. This one is called, you see, a wife and a husband. You are my angel. You are my angel. Five years after, you are the demon that entered my life. Offense. You will forget how you were begging the girl to marry you. How when you were going for the engagement, you were so humbled entering their house. You forgot. Offense. Offense. When they told you to, to say the vows, you were so timid. Your voice was not coming. Because when you look at, I mean, I mean, uh, uh, Jonathan on Saturday, Agnes and Jonathan on Friday when they were doing their rehearsal here, and I told her, "Prepare tomorrow. Your wife is going to change. You are going to get confused." He said, "Pastor, even the engagement, I was starting. I was just standing there looking at her." You are admiring her on your wedding day after time of marriage offense begins to change the definition of your husband and your wife offense is dangerous offense is a killer offense offense will come but how you handle it will determine whether you come out bitter or you come out better Give the Lord a mighty clap of friend. I can imagine John the Baptist screaming in the prison. Screaming. Herod could not kill him because he was afraid of him. All the people in Israel respected him as a holy man of God. So Herod knew that he cannot touch him. And John was walking Go and ask that man. You can't ask that question when you are not offended. And most times you ask people, are you offended? Oh, me, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. No, 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 I'm okay. But I'll show you maybe on Sunday the symptoms of an offended spirit. I'll show you. Then you now, you will diagnose yourself. <laughs> Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. It's a very, very serious thing. This thing is is a very serious thing. Many people are dying. Many people are being wasted. Many people are being delayed. Many people are missing out on their breakthroughs because offense has held their destiny. 
today I discharge you in the name of Jesus. I said today I discharge you in the name of Jesus. Today I discharge you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amazingly, when they went to meet the one who was accused, what I mean is that the messengers they sent to Jesus because he has been accused to be the offender. When the messengers went to meet Jesus, who have been accused of offending their papa, when they went, Jesus was not broke. Jesus was not depressed. Jesus was not sick. Jesus was not crippled, but Jesus was doing ministry. Jesus was healing the sick. Jesus was raising the dead. Jesus was opening the... Jesus was living a prosperous a trouble-free life. But you that you are offended, you are locked up in the prison and you are shouting, go and ask him, go and ask him, go and... I, I, I'm here to tell you, if you don't release your offenders, your offenders will be going forward and you will be held in the bonds of prison. When they went, they didn't see Jesus' ministry collapse. Jesus was still commanding the crowd. Jesus was still preaching the word. Jesus was still feeding people. Jesus was still raising the dead. So they went, I mean, some of you, the people you offended with, they've gone ahead of life and left you long time. Your ex-boyfriend, he's married, he has three children, you are here. Your ex-girlfriend, he's married, he has two children, you are here. <laughs> may the Lord help us. I said, 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 may the Lord help us. When the offended is in prison, the offender is being blessed by the anointing. Jesus is the offender. He's been blessed with the anointing. The anointing was flowing in him. Because he was not keeping the offense. But John the Baptist was keeping offense. What happened for Paul and Silas could have happened for John the Baptist. If he had switched to prayer and praise. But instead of praise, he was murmuring. He was complaining. And that is the product of an offended spirit. Complaining. And murmuring. If he had entered into that which Peter, Paul, and Silas did in the prison, singing and praising, the prison gate would have opened because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. What he did for Moses, he can do for you. What he did for Abraham, he can do for you. What he did for Sarah, he can do for you. So John the Baptist, instead of sending your messengers to go and ask Jesus, are you the Messiah? Why didn't you use the same energy to praise the Lord, to pray to God and see the manifestation of God? You, I, I, I want to tell you something. You are wasting your energy you are wasting your emotions. You are wasting your time. You are wasting your resources by remaining offended. You are just wasting your time. I don't know whether I'm blessing you tonight. Luke chapter 7 verse 19 to 23. Luke 7 Verse 19 to 23. 
And John calling unto him, two of his disciples sent them to Jesus saying, Are thou he that should come? Or look we for another? How can John ask this? Me, I don't understand. I can stay on this till we close. And some people behave like that to their pastors. I've seen people insult their pastors just because of one mistake or two. Insult them and they've forgotten that these are the same pastors who laid hands on them. These are the same pastors who covered them when they fell in weaknesses. These are the same pastors that blessed their marriages, that named their children, that dedicated their cars, that dedicated their houses. These are the same pastors. And they forget that as they are human beings, the pastor is also a human being. And this is John the Baptist. So are you the one? Or we are looking for somebody you have said that he's above all. Who else are you looking for? Please, are you here? Verse 20. When the men were come unto him, they said, John the Baptist has sent us unto you, saying, Are thou he that should come? What a disrespectful offense will make you very disrespectful. Write it down. Don't stop looking at me. Write. It's a teaching service. Offense will make you very disrespectful, very dishonoring. Offense. Oh, should, should we look for another? Which another? You just said he should increase for you to decrease. So when you were saying it, did you mean it? When you were calling your pastor daddy, when you're calling your pastor daddy, when you're calling your pastor papa, when you're calling your pastor bishop, when you're calling your pastor Aja, did you mean it? They should take their church. They should take their church. They should take their church. <laughs> hey. John the Baptist, you were just saying that he should increase for you to decrease. Now you are saying, are you the one or we should wait for another one to come? Hmm. Verse 21. And in that same hour, he cured in that same hour. Hey, your offender is moving forward. The one you said he has offended you, he's moving forward. He's moving forward. That same hour that John the Baptist was complaining and murmuring that same hour Jesus was curing many people with infirmities his ministry was flourishing John the Baptist had no sympathy from anybody (laughs) there are some rumors you will spread nobody will mind you oh you can clap There are some rumors you will spread about your pastor, your boss, your parents, your sibling, somebody in your life. Nobody will mind. John the Baptist did not have any, any sympathizer. It's only in church, Ghanaian church, that every gossip has a sympathizer. 
Last week I told you, be very careful listening to offended people. They will carry their battles and spread it for you. Assuming uh, Emmanuel has offended me. Or I offended Emmanuel. Then Emmanuel is your friend. Emmanuel comes to tell you, you tell your wife. This one is your wife's friend. Your wife tells him, you are all in the church. Then one day, Emmanuel comes to my office and comes to apologize and we settle. You will know that we have settled. And you will be fighting a battle that has lost power. Be careful your mouth what you tell somebody. When you are offended, process the offense and walk out alone. Don't transfer the offense to another person. Because you will endanger that person. The time you have been delivered, the people will still be bitter against your offender. So John the Baptist had no, no sympathy from anybody. Nobody mind him. Hmm. Nobody. In fact, at a certain point, some of his disciples told him that they are going to join Jesus' ministry. <laughs> they are good friends in your life you are going to lose if you don't stop this I am offended 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 they are going to leave you you are alone every day you are offended so who should talk to you leave the earth and go and stay in Pluto because as for offense we will offend you The Lord Almighty clap of it. He cured many of their infirmities and plagues and of evil spirits, and unto many that were blind, he gave sight. At that same hour, when they were telling him that John the Baptist, you see, there are some, there are some issues that when you hear, you shouldn't let it worry your heart. Mm. I'm teaching power tonight. I feel the oil. When they were telling Jesus, he didn't get broken. You know. Hey, it's in Nyonko Pan or to me, Casa. No, 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 no. At that same hour, he was healing lepros. He was healing the blind. He was raising the dead. He was causing. Don't allow every news to break you down. Don't allow every news. Keep your focus. Build your life. Push your life. Believe God and keep doing because people will try to distract you. People try to say things to get you into what they think is right. But keep your focus. Don't let offense slow you down. Don't allow offense. Don't allow. That same hour. Some of you, there are some, you hear some news now, then you break down. Oh, is it he? Life is not fair. Life is not fair. Who told you life is fair? Life is not fair. People are wicked, though. People are wicked, though. Hey, people are wicked, though. I mean, I'm depressed, Pastor. I'm depressed. I'm shocked. I'm, I'm amazed. I'm, I, I can't do anything. I can't even, my heart, my heart, my heart is even beating. Your heart was made to beat. <laughs> Your heart 
was made to be. If it's not beating, you are dead. So thank God that it is beating faster. It's pumping enough blood into your own. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. Twenty-two. Then Jesus answering said unto them, Go your way and tell John what things ye have seen and heard. How that the blind see. <laughs> when tell the one who is offended, my ministry is blossoming. The Lord has been good to me. The oil is still flowing. I am the most happiest preacher in town. Go and tell them. Your enemies are waiting to, they send people to come and spy whether you are doing well. When your boyfriend broke your heart, you have been sending people to come and check. Charlie, go and see whether I did not corner or Beba now zone to church. Oh, Sa'akaida. You have said, go and tell him. Go and, go and tell him. The day he left my life, I saw the Lord. The day King, uh, King Azuzia died, I also, I saw the Lord. That is when they will know that the God that you serve is alive. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. Never let your enemy see your tears. Never. Never. Thank God when they came, Jesus was happily doing the work of the ministry. He said, go and tell him what you saw. What did you see? You saw the blind see. You saw the lame walk. The lepers are claims. My ministry is not dead because you are offended with me. No. The anointing is fresh anytime there's a demand. What refreshes the anointing is the demand placed on it. So anytime there's a demand on the oil, it is refreshing. So as long as Jesus could see a blind person, the anointing to open blind eyes will be activated. When he saw a leper, a leper, the anointing to cleanse the leper will be activated. You can be offended in him, but the oil will still be working. I pray for you. I pray for you that you will not waste the oil upon your life. Offense will not waste the oil upon your life. Just imagine when Jesus heard it, he broke down. Assuming he broke down. It means that the blind who were around will not see. It means that the lame who were around will not walk. It means that those who are in in need will not have restoration. I want you to, 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 to tell somebody, be careful of offense. And one of the weapons the enemy shoots at you is that when you join a church, the enemy knows that human beings, human beings can't handle offense. And when God brings you to a church, he wants you to develop roots. But the devil will cause you to be offended for you to uproot yourself. To distance yourself from church. Distance yourself from the fire that he can have you. Offense. Be careful of offense. Be careful of offense. One day a man called me and said he's offended with his pastor. He wants to leave that church and go to another church. And I said, what, 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 what is the offense? And he used to lead songs in the choir. And now a new girl has come. 
and uh, the pastor is saying the girl should be leading the choir administration. Then you are angry. You are angry. You are angry. Eh? Okay, when you leave his church, go and start your own church. In five years, I'll visit you. And I'll see what you will tell me. You see, sometimes followers don't understand the game that leaders play. You will not understand. You will not understand until you get there. So when a leader makes a mistake, pardon him. Because if you were there, you could have been worse. You don't want to clap. You don't know what it takes for me to to be standing here eh? preaching like this. Thursday I preach. Friday I preach. Friday I did all night. Friday I drove to La Paz to pray for somebody. Friday, Saturday we are doing wedding. Saturday I had to drive to go and pray for a sick person. Sunday I preached first service. Sunday I did work meeting. Sunday I left church 6.30 p.m. Yesterday I was here preaching. Today I'm so if today I'm preaching and instead of saying please, I say please. You, 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 you cannot laugh at my English. <laughs> you cannot laugh at my English, please. Because my English is tired. Give the Lord a mighty clap of me. The dead are raised to the poor. The gospel is preached. Move to the last verse. And blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. One of the dangerous things you should do to yourself is to get offended with an anointed man of God. You are not his class and he is not your class. One of the most dangerous things to do. He said, blessed is he. The opposite of blessed is what? Oh, tell me, I'm not a preacher. You just tell me. One of the most dangerous things to do is to be offended which he said, blessed is he that is not offended in me. He said, go and tell him he should stop getting offended in me, else he will be cursed. I will show you that John the Baptist was cursed with premature death. Hmm. It's a serious matter. It's a serious matter. It means that Cursed is he who gets offended with me. I ask myself, why do people stay in the church and get offended with the pastor? Hey! I don't fear anybody on earth, human being, except my pastor. I don't fear you. I don't fear you. You can decide to leave the church. You can decide to leave the church. You can decide to leave the church. You can decide. Everybody can leave the church. If my father does not leave me, I'm the happiest person on earth. When you are able to see the value of the gift of God in your life, you will flourish 
and people will be wondering, how is he flourishing? They don't know that your connectivity to your source is intact. And God, the devil, not God, the devil will try to bring offenses, offenses to disconnect you. And that is what happens to some of you. Some people are in church. They are disconnected from the ministry of their pastor. And one of the ways to connect to the ministry of your pastor is to be a consistent tighter. One day I'll teach you about the mystery of Titan in another way. And you will never joke. Titan, praying for the pastor, praying for the church, taking care of the pastor. Serious. Somebody came to me. One of the members came to me. He said, when he got married, the wife was not getting pregnant. And one day in, in his sleep, the Lord told him that what have you done for your pastor? So I remember he brought some small seed like that. I don't remember. It wasn't weighty. But we received it. <laughs> and we blessed. Then he said in the dream, the person said, when it's coming, you should bring communion wine. I should pray over it. And when he gets home, he should let the wife drink half. He said, pastor, when my wife drank half that month she conceived he conceived and he said pastor it didn't end there you gave me a prophecy doing one miracle hour those of you have been missing miracle hour continue to miss most of the miracles that takes place in this church takes place in miracle hour he gave me a prophecy man of God pastor I'm just preparing. I didn't want to come early. I'm, I'm preparing to come well. I'm traveling this week. I'll be back. You prophesied that I was going to get a business effortless. In fact, is there a company in another country I, for security reasons have, have called me impromptu. They called him. They sent him an email. We want you to be our rep in Ghana. Just get a place, we'll pay. In fact, by, by get land, build warehouse, we will pay. Do you, your one kobo is not coming in, but the prophet will share it 50-50. When you know how to connect and honor, but offense, 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 you don't honor the person who has offended you. You can't. Offense. And they did all that. They sent him the visa, but they were not sending the ticket. And just this miracle, our Friday, I don't know whether you remember, when we're about to close, I said, somebody's receiving a 24-hour miracle. Somebody's receiving a 48-hour miracle. Somebody's receiving 72 hours. Who, 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 who remembers? You remember. He said when he slept and woke up Saturday morning, the email was in his mail. Ticket bought. He's traveling. This Thursday, he's going When you connect to the gift of God in your life, you will see many things happen in your life. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. John was cursed from that day. There was a curse that came upon him. John the Baptist was cursed. 
because he was offended. John was cursed with premature death. John had to pay for being offended in an anointed man, Jesus Christ. John the Baptist, the holy man of God, was beheaded at the request of a little girl. Punishment of offense. Who are you offended with? Who? Who are you offended with? At the request, mighty man of God. John the Baptist, John. Small girl just danced Azunto before a king. Ask for a request. Say the head of John the Baptist. Do not die a cheap death because of offense. Mark chapter 6 verse 21 to 29. Oh God, help me. The time has just flew like that. And the king was exceeding sorrow, yet for his own sake and for his for their sakes, we sat with him. He would not reject. You when you go home, go and read it. That was when they requested for the head, and they brought the head of John the Baptist on a tray, like tatale on a tray, because of offense. Offense. Be careful. Be careful. How you are entertaining that offense in your life. Be careful. You are draining your glory. You are killing destiny. Let go. The offended is dead. And the offender is alive. John the Baptist is dead. And Jesus is still alive. Up to today. The people you are wishing evil. The people you are saying, Nyami betiaoka, Nyami betiaoka, Nyami betiaoka, Nyami betiaoka. They are moving forward. They are moving forward. Even when they came to beg you, you said they should go. Okay, 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 okay. I've heard, I've heard, I've heard. You don't stammer. You started stammering. You don't stammer. All of a sudden, you started stammering. Okay, 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 okay. is dead Jesus still alive you may not die a physical death but you may have a destiny shut down because the devil will have access into your life the offended was dead it was it wasn't fair we all said it I mean this is somebody you introduce his ministry is booming booming started a business, a friend came, you introduced him to the same business. He is getting a bigger clientele. When you needed the capital to revamp your business, he says he won't give you. It's not fair. You're offended with him. John the Baptist is dead. Jesus still alive. Who has offended you? Who has offended you that you are, you are so, you are still holding on? It is not worth it 
holding on to offense. It's not. Offense knows no anointing. No. Now, we connect that to Elijah. 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 Who knows Elijah? No, who knows Elijah? Elijah. Oh, let me see. Who knows Elijah? Lift your hands if you know Elijah. If you don't know Elijah, lift your hands. If you know Elijah, lift your hands. Jehovah is God. Call down fire. Elijah, the only man to pray and God answered by fire. He used water as petrol. Elijah, he did not die. He would have died like John the Baptist. But I will show you that he was offended, but he allowed the offense to go. The two of them, they were offended with God. I am my father, I want Jesus. Elijah was offended with God. John the Baptist came in the spirit of Elijah. He was also offended with God. You see, the things that overcame or attacked your father, be very careful not to criticize them because they will come after you. Elijah, after the fire fell and he slaughtered the prophets of Baal, Gehazi, oh sorry, Jezebel had it and sent a message to Elijah. What you have done to my prophet, get ready. The Lord do more to me if tomorrow by this time you are not like one of them. When he had it, he ran away into the bush. He went to sat at under a juniper tree. God came. Elijah, what? I am not better than my fathers. I want to die. Huh. And I have been the only one who have stood for you. And now look at me. A woman is chasing me out. I want to die. I'm not better than my fathers. God's a foolish man. Keep quiet. You're offended, yes. So Proverbs chapter 10, verse 18 is applied to you. You're a confident fool. Keep quiet. I'm not better than my fathers. I want to die. I've stood for you, God. I've stood for you. Why do I allow a Jezebel to sack me from town? I'm the, I'm the national prophet. How can a woman sack me from town? After all I did for you. Why didn't you stop him from talking? Hey, your, your righteousness does not exempt you from a leadership of a pagan. God can give you a leader, a boss, who is not a Christian. Sometimes when you get a job in those areas, don't be afraid, go. Nehemiah was working under an unbeliever, but God used him to raise the walls of Jerusalem. I thought you would clap. Some of you, when you get a job and they say, the boss is Baba Alaji, no, then you say, God is not there. He's there, pa. He's there, pa. For the wealth of the wicked 
has been late. You have been praying that topic. God gave you a job and it is a Hindu who is your boss. Because of that, you don't want to go. Go and bring the money for us to do ministry. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. It is Victor who likes lifting that topic. The wealth of the justice. You've prayed this and they've given you a job. Your boss is Baba Alaji. You are running away. You will work. <laughs> you will work. Pa. Hallelujah. Let me wrap up. Elijah was offended with God because God, he felt God has deserted him. And God came to him and said, Hey, hey, Jack, 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 stop fooling. I have preserved for myself 7,000 men. You think you are holy? Have 7,000 men who have also known about that. It's just a privilege I gave you to be known as the international prophet. And he gave him instructions. Go and anoint Hazel as king over Syria. Jehu as king over Israel. And Elijah, the son of Shaphat, as prophet in your room. Do you know what God was doing? Because Elijah has let go the offense. Elijah let go. If you read further, the Bible says he returned on the road, the, the wilderness of Damascus. If he was offended, he won't go. But when God spoke to him and he released the offense, he responded to the instruction. He anointed Hazel as king over Syria. He anointed Jehovah as king over Israel. And look, do you know the attack that was coming? The attack of Jezebel was being nullified by his obedience. When you release your offense, you begin to become obedient. And when he anointed Jehu, Jehu, the sword of Jehu, handled Jezebel. Meanwhile, the sword of Herod would have been destroyed if John the Baptist had also allowed offense to leave his heart. But John the Baptist held on to the offense and he died. Elijah, John the Baptist, all of them were offended, but one escaped because they let one, Elijah, he let go of the offense. He let go. John the Baptist, go and ask Jesus, go and ask that man, go and ask him. Is it the one that, meanwhile, you said Jesus, you, he that is from above is above all things, and he, a, a man can receive that, except from above, and he must increase for me to decrease, and this is the lamp of God. You are the same person sending people to go and ask him, are you the one who is to come, or will you wait for another man? Offense. Please, I'm begging you. Whoever you are holding in your heart, it is time to release the person. Kafa the person. Karizomaya the person. Apollyon the person. Select the person. Let the person release the person. Because until you release the person, God will not release the torment of the enemy from your life. I end by saying, Unforgiveness will cut short the glory of God in your life. Offense will give you a sad end of your life. 
sense. We must not allow the devil to divide us as brothers and as sisters. The agenda of the devil is to do that. But we must not allow. Luke chapter 17 verse 3. The price you pay as a Christian is your ability to forgive all sins. Take heed to yourself if thy brother trespass against thee. Rebuke him and if he repents, forgive him. Forgive him. Rebuke him. Don't go and tell another person. Tell him that Ima what you did, I didn't like it. This and this and this. It hurt me. Oh, I'm sorry. Forgive me. Forgive him. Forgive him. The only people who can afford not to forgive are the people who want to go to hell. The deepest of offense will come from people you love. People you spend time on. People you've cared for. People you have contributed to their life. They are the people that when they hurt you, it's painful. That is why it's dangerous for you to hurt your pastor. That's why it's dangerous for you to hurt somebody who has helped you. Somebody who has helped you before. Be careful. And you understand, when you, when you have helped somebody before, and the person hurts you, is deep cards. Is deep cards. Rise up on your feet. <laughs> Offense is like a hose, a water hose that has been that has a knob. It means that the water hose may be connected to a pipe. You may be in a church. The power of God is flowing. People are receiving miracles upon miracles. I keep sharing miracles and testimonies. Your own is not coming. Please check. Check. Check your heart. There is a knob that has blocked the water hose. The pipe is flowing, but it cannot flow. It's time to remove the knob. It's time to release. God is love. God is love. And if you cannot love, you don't have God. You take away your love, you disconnect from God. I want you to put your hand on your right, your right hand on your heart and lift your left hand and begin to talk to God. That God help me. Help me. Sometimes real love is when you are, you are it's, it's being hurt. Pray. That God help me. Help me to release my offenders. Help me. For I am a man. For I am a man. Help me. Help me. Father, it is time for me to release that woman. That man. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. I want to be free. Talk to God. I want to be free. Now listen to me. The man told me this morning, when I woke up to do my meditation, 
He started sending me messages. He said, Pastor, I want to talk to you. Pastor, this is this, this is this. Pastor, you know, I'm a man. I have everything a man will ever desire. I have cars. I built my house. I have a powerful job. I travel regularly outside. I have a wife. I have a child. But pastor, I am not happy. I'm not happy. And I said, there is a problem. Deep down in your heart, there is an offense. If you can let go. It means your soul is far away from God because God is love. And if you cannot love, you don't have God. What shall he profit a man when he gains the whole world and his soul is disconnected from God? He began to tell me, Pastor, it's true. The way they handled my mother, that led to her death. I've not forgiven them. I don't want to see them. I don't want to hear from them. I don't want to see their faces. I said, no, that is the problem. Forgive them. Release them. The mother is dead and gone. You are here suffering. You are not happy. You have money. You can pay big tithes. You can do this. You have a house. You have cars. You have a good job. You travel, but you are not happy. So why are you holding? Let go. Let go. I want you to pray for yourself. Joseph was in the presence of his brothers. And they were telling them, let's kill him. He heard them. He saw them. He saw the aggression on their faces. He saw that they are meant to kill him. Had it not been for Judah. Judah said, we shouldn't do this. He remembered. But the day he met them in Egypt, he forgave. He had forgiven them. He gave them the best of places in Egypt to stay. He gave them enough food. I want you to pray for yourself in one minute. That Lord, anybody I have kept in my heart, anybody I am preparing to revenge on, Lord, help me. I'm coming out of that. For vengeance is of you. I leave it in your hands. I release them. I release them. I release them. It may hurt you. It will kill your ego. They will say you are a weak person. They will say you are your pa 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 or you couldn't do anything. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let them tease you. I'll never talk to this person again. Begin to talk to the person. And let people tease you. Are, well, you know the person say you won't talk to him. Yes. I had an encounter with the spirit of forgiveness. Father, I pray that you help us. Help us. Help us to release everybody who has offended us. So that, Lord, we can perceive and behold your love. That our sins will also be forgiven. That our prayers will not be hindered. That our faith will not be paralyzed. Father, I pray for everybody that heard me. That, Lord, the spirit of forgiveness will captivate our heart. Captivate my heart. Let your will be done. Establish there your throne in my heart. Sovereign Lord, reign in me. Oh, reign in me. Sovereign Lord, reign. 
Captivate my heart and let your will be done. Establish there your throne in my heart. Sovereign Lord, reign in me. Reign in me. Sovereign Lord, reign in me. Reign in me. Sovereign Lord, reign in me. Captivate my heart. Let your will be done. Establish there your throne in my heart. Sovereign Lord, reign in me. Reign in me. Sovereign Lord, reign. the Lord a mighty clap of friend. Take your seat wherever you are. Rain in me. Sovereign Lord. Rain in me. Oh.